This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Work. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talking Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talking Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us from East West Animal Hospital out of Lutz, Florida is Dr. Linda Register. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Ben and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by... This is Philip Stubb. Thank you, Philip. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. You can watch us on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. And, of course, on all the other streaming devices across the world. So, check us out. This is Talkin' Pets. There's a special kind of doctor who can treat a cat or dog. A cockatoo that's got the flu or a not-so-jumpy frog. A well-trained veterinarian most often calls a vet. Has just the skills to cure the ills of every kind of pet. When a dog won't bark and a cat won't purr When a bird goes bald or a turtle grows fur When a rabbit's got a limb and an earache too When a cow goes when she should go When a horse gets hiccups and they just won't stop When a fish is all red from a belly flop When a gerbil has germs, you can bet that pet's gonna get much better when it sees a pet Now animals get sick, of course, the same as you and me But the vet can make them well again and frisky as can be so when a hard luck duck has a broken bill When instead of a cracker, Polly wants a pill When a mouse gets mumps, you can bet that pet's gonna get much better When it sees the vet, yes the pet'll get better When it sees the vet And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you about your pets at 844-305-7800. Dr. Linda's in the house, so we're open to your medical questions, your behavior questions. And, by the way, if you have those holistic or homeopathic or acupuncture, aquapuncture questions, she is the doctor in the house. So, pick up the phone, give us a call, 844-305-7800. I'm going to go right from the cuff here. So, as you just found out now, and you didn't know this, but I had hip replacement done on my right hip. And uh, it's been torture for the last three, going on four weeks now. But the first two weeks were hell. I'll just say that. Um, But... What about with, like, I know what it's like for me, and what does a dog go through? And first of all, what, like, why would they need hip replacement, a dog? Uh, In general, it's usually due to hip dysplasia. We actually probably do more knee surgeries than hip surgeries for a couple of different reasons. One, it's a very invasive procedure. 
it's expensive. You're looking at at least six thousand dollars for something like that. Um, I'm the sure other, mine was probably like a thousand times more than that. Well, I'm <laughs> sure, but you hopefully have insurance to offset the cost, yeah. where a lot of people don't. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's for their pets, hard. and also they need to be um, the right candidate for it. So, one, the hips have to be bad enough. Um, they need to be young enough for the procedure. So if you have like a 13-year-old golden retriever that ideally needs a hip replacement, most people are not going to pay $6,000 for them to have hopefully one on the outside three more years, you know, after the hip replacement because, you know, they're more likely to pass away due to some other issue like cancer or kidney failure or heart disease or something like that. So if you are doing um, like a hip replacement on a dog for hip dysplasia, um, and and it's a good point that you brought up about older dogs Mm -hmm. and that the dog is able to do it because, and the reason, do you say that because of the anesthesia? Is it rougher on an older dog than it is for a young or middle-aged dog? In a way, and this is based on a conversation from, um, from a colleague because it was like an 18-year-old dog, and he went for a second opinion regarding her joints, and they wanted to do knee surgery on her, and, you know, they, like, wouldn't even talk to the owner if, unless they were going to do knee surgery, and I, I called a surgeon, and I'm like, I don't think this is the best thing for this dog, and he said, well, you know, an 18-year-old dog is, like, the equivalent of, like, an 80- or 90-year-old person. They may do fine through, through the surgery, but they're going to heal like an 80- or 90-year-old person. You know, so these are all factors that we have to take into account. People are more likely to do total hip replacements on younger dogs and older dogs. And it's usually recommended when they're younger, too, because once they heal up and stuff, they're going to have a better quality of life and be pain free longer by doing it earlier than later. Yeah, and you know, it's weird because, I mean, like I said, the first two weeks for me were the roughest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting better and better, and today, I even got my voice back today because mm-hmm. uh, my voice was really monotone, and, and I don't um, know if that was from the anesthesia. Um, it could be from the endotracheal tube because yeah, they, they put the tube in for the anesthesia. The other difference is we're bipeds. We put all of our weight on two limbs. Dogs are quadrupeds. So they don't necessarily put all the weight on that limb right away. I'm not saying it's not painful or that's anything. what I was wondering because but it, they only put approximately twenty percent on each hind leg, um, thirty thirty so percent on on each of the front legs. Do you find that hip replacement in dogs is mainly on the hind legs, not the front? They only have hips in the back. Oh, that's true. Good question. <laughs> Good so, but okay. Well, so the answer is yes because so they only have hips in the back. <laughs> maybe I was thinking in the terms of um, the fact that with any kind of leg surgery um it's kind of tough because i know how painful it's been for me with hip replacement Mm -hmm. so for a dog that's used to using its hind legs um and then it has hip replacement that's got to be really tough on that dog the thing the thing to keep in mind is before we get to the point of surgery they're already compensating for the injured leg so they've already shifted their weight and changed things before we get to the hip surgery. So let me ask you that question. Um, I know on the human aspect with me, yes, I've been shifting my weight and putting more stress on my left leg mm-hmm. because of the operation on my right. And I've noticed that 
even my left leg starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with dogs? Same thing with dogs. When they have issues with the back legs, they'll shift the weight to the front, and then they'll end up with front leg issues because of the additional weight and pressure on those limbs. What's the healing process on like a hip replacement for a dog? The thing is, surgeons do this type of surgery and rehab and stuff. I don't. Generally about eight weeks or so. Yeah. And physical therapy and stuff is recommended afterwards. And there's more and more um, veterinarians that do and offer rehab. So you are finding more and more rehab centers for animals then? Um, Well, in this area, there's a couple centers in the area. And I um, also know um, a physical therapist that comes to the owner's home for physical therapy. And that's been phenomenal because there's a lot of times I've recommended physical therapy for my patients because I'm not trained to do physical therapy. I want to, but I have other other training I want to complete before I go that aspect. And so I find owners are a little more compliant because she goes to them and she shows them what exercises and stuff to do at home. Where if you have to go to a facility, it's sometimes difficult with scheduling and things like that you know getting to the location the one closest to us is you know in carrollwood so traffic is horrible from where i'm at oh i know people typically won't go because of that from the pain that i've gone through i know i barked quite a bit um i would imagine when a pt comes in for the dog do they muzzle the dog because whenever a dog's in pain though and if she's doing you know that kind of a stress relief on it or whatever you know muscle you don't think the dog would strike out? If they're painful enough, yes, but we have them on pain control. Okay, well, I hope that works. It generally does. Oftentimes, I, I honestly could have bit someone, and I'm human. With with the knee procedures, <laughs> and I'm sure they do this with the hip procedures, some of the doctors will use a long-acting pain medication in the joints themselves that help a lot with the recovery, as well as oral anti-inflammatories and pain medication. Well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. When we come back, we got a story from Dr. Linda, so stay tuned for that. Well, once again, I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And I'm Philip Stop. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Give us a call if you've got a medical or a behavior question. out of your competition advertise your business with an ad in pet life radio podcasts and radio shows there is no other pet related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than pet life radio with over 7 million monthly listeners pet life radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms and our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, odyssey Tune in, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Animal Bond Research Institute, Habri, and Pet Parents 
Pet Partners announced a grant to Purdue University for research project that will investigate the impact of interacting with a dog has on human brain activity. Researchers will use a functional near-infrared spectroscopy to measure the neural responses correlating to human-dog interaction and potential factors that influence these responses. We hear stories every day about how our pet partners registered therapy dogs and their handlers make a positive difference in people's lives, said C. Ann Peters, president and CEO of Pet Partners. We're proud to fund this research project, which will use imaging technology to gain a deeper understanding of what happens inside the brain when a dog brings comfort to someone in need. A large body of research demonstrates the benefits of human-animal bond for the mental and physical health and well-being of people. The most typically deployed measures of these benefits are self-reporting and psychological evaluation, which do not reveal the underlying mechanisms of human-animal bonds, such as the changes in the brain activity. FNIRS is one of the most common non-invasive functional imaging methods which use near-infrared light to estimate neural brain activity. Despite analyzing interspecies interactions and dealing with social behaviors, human-animal bond interaction research from the neuroscience approach is scarce, said the study's lead investigator, Dr. Niwaka Ogata, associate professor of animal behavior at the Purdue University College of veterinary medicine with the brain imaging expertise of Dr. Yunji Tong, assistant professor in Purdue's Weldon School of Biomedical Engineering and our collaborators on our interdisciplinary team approach, we will produce methodologically rigorous evidence regarding the neural correlates of the human-animal bond, enhancing our understanding of human-animal bond and serving as a basis of future research. This project will enroll healthy dog owner adult participants to undergo a psychosocial and physiological stress test in a controlled laboratory setting. Participants will interact with both a familiar and unfamiliar dog during the recovery period from the stress test as researchers evaluate the neural response using FNIRS in addition to more standard saliva testing and self-reports to verify the FNIRS finding. Researchers will also observe canine behavior and heart rate variability to analyze how the dog processes the interaction. This study represents important foundational science on the underpinnings of the human-animal bond, said Steve Feldman, president of Harbury. In support of the project, Harbury and Pet Partners hope to not only advance the field of human-animal interaction, but also help support the proliferation of safe, effective, animal-assisted interventions for people of all ages and health conditions. Visit TalkingPets.com to join our social media. And for more stories and information, I'm Dr. Linda Register. I'm your brain, part of the central nervous system. Your cranium's my home, and if you want to learn, then listen. I'm the boss of all the functions in your body. I weigh about three pounds, but I'm the leader of the party. The cerebrum controls your thinking and your muscles. It also stores all memories. Without it, you would struggle. The left cerebrum controls the right side of the body, and the right cerebrum controls the left, though it is tiny. The cerebellum controls your posture and your balance. The coordination of your movement is also its talent. It's located in the lower back of your brain. It is rounded in structure, as I've gone on to explain. I'm your brain. 
you a question. They said that you know the brain is about three pounds. Human brain? Yeah, probably. So what? What about a dog? How, do you know how much they weigh? A dog? Uh, brain? It's smaller, but I'm sure it's going to depend on the breed. So what do you think, though, in terms of the brain of a dog or a cat? Or I know birds actually are extremely intelligent. For as small as their brains are, they mm-hmm. say that they're you know widely intelligent. Dogs, though. I have three rescue cats, and I think they're pretty darn smart. Um, so I don't know about their brain values or whatever. But you know, cats have their own way. But I think they're, I think they're very smart animals. Dogs, I think they're intelligent. But in the training world, dogs learn a lot from repetition, mm-hmm. like cats too. But um, well, I- so do we. When you think about certain complex things, we learn by repetition. We learn with association and music. I want to know where this song was when I was taking neurology in vet school. <laughs> it tells you everything. Or biology <laughs> or physiology in undergrad. Where was this song? Have you ever, at your clinic at um, East West Animal Hospital, um, have you ever done any kind of surgery on the brain? Uh, that, no. That has to go to a specialist? Yeah, and even... I mean, like brain tumors and stuff. I know some very well-renowned eccentric veterinary neurologists, and I don't know any of them that will, like, remove a dog brain tumor and stuff. It's just way, way too risky. Really? Yeah. I I remember the old days because, you know, I'm up there. And um, so the thing, I remember those days where it was always the vet. Everybody went to the vet. The vet did everything. But then now you turn around, there's specialists for eyes, Mm -hmm. for ears, Mm -hmm. for brain, for... So, and it's like your regular doctor. You have a PCP, and then you go to your doctor, and your doctor says, oh, you need to go see this specialist because of this. Um, whereas in the old days, vets were doing it all. But yeah. I, re- I remember, too, because you and I go back all the way to, you started with me way back in the beginning. And I remember, too, where um, holistic, homeopathic medicine was, like, non-existent. Very, yep, very new, not not embraced, even acupuncture, and it's now more more mainstream and more accepted and i have colleagues that refer patients to me because i do acupuncture because they feel acupuncture will benefit their patient so a lot of doctors are using it not solely but although some do um but a lot of them have incorporated it in with the conventional medicine yeah and that's what i do my that, practice is integrative so cool. i do conventional stuff as well as um the chinese medicine which is why the hospital is named east west east west it's very good That music means we're going to play a game. So if you can answer this animal's sound, we are going to send out to you a prize, compliments of our sponsors and all. So SCOE 10X, the odor eliminator, it's guaranteed to take out anything. We have Vitacraft, meaty morsels, and lick and lap treats. You freeze yours, right? Uh, no, I don't, but I found out recently you can freeze them. And then, you know. Make like a, like a popsicle for your cat. It takes them a little longer to... I may have to do that for my daughter's cat, Hermione, because ever since I brought the lick and lap home... She demands one every night. Uh, hello, take a look on the floor right here. She doesn't leave. She stares at me obsessively, my cat Shadow, because she wants one. That's, she's not sitting there because she loves me. She's sitting there because she wants one. And, and let me tell you, she, you know, we rip the top off and we kind of push it up for her. And she's like, man, she's biting oh, yeah. the whole thing off if you don't give it out quick enough, especially the little uh, gel ones. She likes the gel ones, too. Well, you can win that, too, as well as either a dog book or a cat book. We also have um, the uh, water bowl, the collapsible water bowl from Talking Pets. It has our logo on there. And um, a CD from Gino Susani in Cold Blood. It's about reptiles. If you can answer this animal sound. Yeah. 
Name that animal sound, what kind of an animal that is, and you can win a prize. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. This is Talking Pets. When it seems your friends desert you, there's somebody thinking of you. I'm the one who... Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Daisy Charlotte here with another Talking Pets Rewind. And it's time for Name That Animal Sound. I love this. And a lot of people love to play this game. So, <laughs> what animal makes that sound? <laughs> I know it. Play with this. If you know what animal that is, pick up the phone and give us a call. What animal this is. Sounds like somebody drunk leaving the bar. But, um... Sounds like me last night. uh, It really does sound like my nephew this morning after drinking all night. And we're first going to go out to a guest in Long Beach, Washington, and it's Sharon. Hey, Sharon, how are you? I'm on a radio program. Oh. <laughs> yeah, did I win? You didn't tell me what animal. I did win? No, what animal is it? Camel. You're absolutely right. It's Let awesome. Get my shoes on real quick. Your shoes? Where are you going? Wait, what? what? Are you walking what? with us? My dog says, yay. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, you're telling the dogs putting the shoes on. Don't, 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 don't. What do you have? I have two wolves and a black lab, back and a giant weenie. Okay, I don't need to hear about your weenie, but um, the thing is... <laughs> Interesting mix of dogs there. Awesome. Hey dogs, I like that. We're going to get your address okay. there in Long Beach. And we're going to send you out the one, uh, green goblin. No, 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 don't give me your ad- don't give me your address. Oh, no, don't give me your address over the air. You'll have every you'll have everybody mailing you, and you'll have people knocking on your door. Sharon, are you home, Sharon? You don't want that, Sharon. This isn't a dating game. You don't want to give up your address. <laughs> Hold on, Sharon. That's hilarious. I think that's a first. That's hilarious. All right, put her on hold. Okay, no address on the air. I don't know, but we got Elizabeth in Tampa. Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? Well, congratulations. She beat me out. Um, oh, she but did, I want but to I've thank got... you for your wonderful program. Thank you. Pardon? Oh, thank you. It's nice to be heard in Tampa because that's where we produce that's the show from. So that's where I live. I've lived thank here 30 you, years well, now. And I'm always sorry when I miss part of your show because you all really put on a very informative show. It is so helpful. Thank you. 
as thank it can. Um, I want to thank you for that. Well, we love you, Elizabeth. Yes, thank we you do. For saying so. And you know what? Um, have I, you I ever tried this? I missed your show earlier, and anytime I miss you, I just I get so frustrated with myself, and I'm thinking, what all did I miss? Aw, Sharon, that's so sweet. <laughs> Don't forget, if you do miss some of Talking Pets, you can always check out our podcast at TalkingPets.com. We're out of time for this Talking Pets Rewind. Thanks for listening. I'm Daisy Charlotte. Jersey veterans say now Congressman George Santos promised to raise funds for life-saving surgery for one of their dogs in 2016, then became elusive and took off with the money. Santos, the embattled freshman Republican, faces growing pressure to resign after he lied and misrepresented himself, his educational, work, and family history. Santos has admitted to embellishing his resume, but has maintained he is not a criminal. Rich Ostoff, a U.S. Navy veteran, told CNN his pit bull Sapphire began developing a tumor in 2015, and it continued to grow in 2016. Ostoff said he was homeless, living in a tent at the time after losing his job and house. Ostoff's mentor and friend, Michael Bull, founder of New Jersey Veterans Network, told CNN he took Ostoff under his wing as part of the charity's membership program, and tried to get help for his dog. Bull said in a mutual friend connected, uh, two veterans were with Santos, who told them Santos was frequently involved with helping and rescuing animals. Hmm. Bull and Ostoff both knew Santos by the name Anthony DeVolder. Santos set up a GoFundMe for Ostoff's pit bull, Sapphire. A post from the Facebook profile of George DeVolder links to a GoFundMe raising surgery funds for the dog. Sapphire is a 10-year-old red-nosed pit bull and has been keeping his man company. She does not deserve to die because of this tumor. She deserves to be treated and cared for, according to a Facebook post. Will you help this baby and her daddy stay together for a few more years? He does not deserve to have her. Let's all come together to help this family of two stay healthy. CNN has reached out to Santos' lawyer and his congressional office for comment. Santos told the news outlet Semaphore for that this story, first reported by Patch.com, no relevance to me, was fake and that he no cl- had no clue who this is. The fundraiser eventually raised around $3,000, according to Bull, but the things went south after Ostoff tried to access the GoFundMe money. At one point, Santos told Ostoff, directly that he wouldn't be getting the money. Ostoff said he accused Santos of running a bogus charity, and Santos became unconfrontational. He got so angry with me, and he blew up and refused to give me the money, and then just wouldn't answer the calls anymore. In a statement to CNN, GoFundMe, which had zero tolerance for misuse of their platform, said it removed the fundraiser from its platform after receiving a report about it. Santos eventually stopped replying to messages from Bull and Ostoff, and Ostoff says he never received payment from the fundraiser. Ostoff said his dog passed away about six months after his last contact with Santos. Ostoff said he contacted the police about his interactions with Santos, but said it didn't go anywhere at all. 
In December, I started seeing him on TV, Ostop told CNN. I recognized his face. It just turned my stomach when I saw him. That he was now given a position where that affects thousands of people's lives. It's really disheartening to know that, Paul said. Visit TalkinPets.com to join our social media and for this story and more. I'm John Patch. I like the fact that the GoFundMe Corporation did check into it because I think there's a lot of bogus GoFundMe's on uh, on that mm-hmm. site. Um, people can put it up for anything and nobody really follows up on it. Mm-hmm. And apparently Santos, who was using the name DeVolder, um, had that fund for that dog and he kept it for himself and never gave it to you know the, um, the guy and the dog's health. My mom has a saying, if you lie to me, you'll steal from me. Yeah, no, it's And true. that is very true. It is. And, you know, it's like this guy is now, you know, in office. And he shouldn't stay there, but he's saying he's going to because he was voted now by 142,000 people. But it's crazy. Nobody then knew all of the lies that are coming out about this guy now, that his mother was in uh, the 9-11 building and um, that he's Jew-ish. Um, he's not Jewish, but he's Jew-ish. Whatever that is. So, Jew-ish? Yes. Yeah, it's very bizarre. He's lied about everything in his life. And also, he was a drag queen in Brazil. Yeah, I heard about that. Now he's saying he never did it. But they have pictures. And that's definitely Santos in that picture. I'm sorry. He doesn't make a pretty Well, he just proved. I mean, he's lied about all this, and then he stole money. So, if you're a liar, you're a thief, too. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And he's still lying, which... He's lying about the lies. He needs to go. I mean, he got voted in based on lies. There's no reason why he should stay in office. So, time for Santos to go bye-bye. Anyway, give us a call, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800, if you know what animal this is. What animal makes that sound? I will say it only has one hump versus two. 844-305-7800-844-305-7800. I always wanted to ride on one. Have well, you? Without saying what it is? Could be a whole uh, No, not really. Because really? it's kind of high up. I, I think it would be kind of cool. I don't know. They're kind of stubborn. Well, I'd have to be in the desert, though. I mean, to enjoy it more. But it is pretty cool, though. 844-305-7800. What kind of animal is that that makes this sound? And we gave you a lot of clues. Yeah, I now know what it is now. I had another guess before. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. So, you know, it's really sad what happened to that guy and his dog. And, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, he's a, he's a veteran. Um, right. And he fought for this country. And here he is homeless, which I, te- I tend to think happens quite a bit to a lot of veterans mm-hmm. um, in this country, which is really sad. And that shouldn't be happening. 
Um, matter of fact, no one should be homeless in this country. Um, it just needs to go away. But Some people are homeless by choice. No, I will give you that. I, I think you're right. I know when I was a kid, you might say, working in New York City, I saw a report that came out, and the homeless people in New York City were making more money than the average back then, that mm-hmm. was back in the 80s, um, more money than the people that go to an office and work yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, you know, because they were taking handouts. And I saw studies after that, like in the early 2000s, in this area. Yeah. Yeah, so across the country, you, you know, I always say if I'm giving a homeless, I, I am, I, if I see a homeless person with an animal, I'm like, okay, here, yeah. but make sure it goes to the dog or the cat. I gave money to a homeless person the one day at a gas station. He was persistent. So I finally gave him a dollar, and I said, and it was cold outside, and I said, use that dollar for a cup of coffee. He's, you, I don't even want to tell you what he said, but I'll just say he was like, you know, the coffee. Few, few, few colorful words. Yes. It was going more for cigarettes or alcohol, I'm sure. But we're going to go out to uh, the professor. And uh, Professor John. Hey, John, how are you? Doing pretty good. How about you? Doing good. Um, now, you're in good. you're in Moscow, Idaho, correct? Close. Close. You're close by. Um, you know, yeah, just to mention. 30, you know, we were just talking, like, off the air about, you know, social media nowadays. And there's been reports that that guy that killed the four um, college kids, that he knew one of the girls on Instagram or something like that, which, you know, you, people need to be careful um, out there. They really do. So um, be careful who you associate with and who's watching you and everything else. I tell my niece that all the time because she's big into social media. Uh, you really do got to be careful. But on that little be, be, note. Be aware of your surroundings. That's right. Yeah, hundred percent. So, what do you think this is? Well, it's a, one of the camels. I don't know if it's a dromedary or I don't know the name of the other one, but uh, it's a camel. I can't believe you knew the name dromedary. You really are a professor because the Arabian camels only have one hump and are also known as dromedaries. That was very good. Right. right. Well, yeah. congratulations. Do you want to go you with know, something? You know why? You know why? It's because the the dates, and they're like dates, <laughs> and they're dromedary dates. <laughs> oh, there you oh. go. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, at first I thought it was a water buffalo. To me, it sounded like a water buffalo, because I think they sound I, similar. I thought it was a walrus or something until you guys said it, it only has one, or one hump. So. Yep. See, that was going to be, that was my second choice. I'm not riding just, a walrus in the until, desert. Until uh, John gave the clue. <laughs> John, what do you want to do? You want to go with something? Yeah, you know, my daughter would like to try those licking laps for her cats. Okay, we'll get them out to you. So um, stay on the line and, and speak with uh, Ben. Great talk to you. Hope you heal up pretty quick. Take Thanks, care. John. I appreciate that. It's getting Bye. there. It's getting there. Hold on. That's John out there in Idaho. We're going to take a little break and we come back. The number is 844-305-7800. If Diane wants to hold in Washington, we will give you an animal sound, Diane. Don't go away. Kiss me goodnight Oh, from this moment on You and Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And Philip Stop. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. Hi, Diane. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Not too bad. Getting better. I had hip replacement on my right side. And um, it's so tough when you're like 25 years old and you got to get a hip replacement. It's like, I don't know what that's like because I'm... <laughs> I'm older than that, but um, <laughs> but it was tough. But it was good. I mean, it'll be good in the end. So, but I said I was going to give you a sound um, to identify. So let's see if you know what this is. <laughs> what do you think? That's kind of tough. Um. I think she needs a hint. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay, like like Professor John, as we call him, he guessed in the desert. Um, this is actually in the colder climates. Oh. It's beginning to sound a little more familiar. I don't familiar. suppose I'd be so lucky that it's a penguin. That one's a big no, but so. since we're at yeah. the top of the hour for this hour, I'm going to I'm going to play strike three with you. So that's strike one. Um, I'll give you another guess. Listen again. You do see them on like uh, nature channels and so on and so forth. They they do actually. Um, you'll see them running through snow and on hunts and so on and so forth. Um, I don't. I don't want to say too much. It is found in the cold. Is it like? Is it like a dog? I have no idea. It's, it's not a dog, but it's also all white, which makes it hide very well in the snow environment. What do you think? Take a stab at it. That's the other white thing up there in the cold. So it's not a polar bear. No polar bear. One more guess, Diane. It's smaller. It does have four legs. They're beautiful, actually. I think they're gorgeous. Um, but they are. They can be fierce. Scavenger kind of animals. Um. Give her more of a hint. You think it's a weasel? No, I don't, but... (laughs) 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 Running out of guesses. Oh, well. I never met so many stupid people in one day. You are incorrect for the third that you struck out, Diane. I'm sorry. It was a good try. I didn't didn't think I had a prayer, so... (laughs) Are you going to share what it was? I will eventually. See if somebody... We still have a couple minutes. See if somebody calls in. Thanks, Diane. Okay. Let's see if somebody can beat out Diane and see if they know what this is. 844-305-7800. They're found in, you know, the cold weather, snow. They're scavengers. They're pure white. Um, they're, they're gorgeous animals. Not a bear, not a penguin. Some people will, will hunt them for their coat. Um, they will use the coat of this animal on certain things. No idea? Oh, 
I have an idea, but the, if you're going to have somebody else... Okay, I'll, yeah. here's, here's a good hint. Their cousins are very well known in, like, England, in the UK and all. And they're seen quite a bit. Matter of fact, when I was in the UK, I had I was walking through a small town and one scurried between my legs. Well, I'm thinking of a song right now, but that would give it away. Sing us a tune. Go ahead, Linda, sing a tune. <laughs> Stage fright? Oh my god, you sound just like the animal. <laughs> It's not hard. 844-305-7800. Yes, it is hard. Are we there red ones? The you didn't get the... You, yeah, there are red ones. I know what it is, I think. Yes, I know what it is. Do are you, you know want what, me to say what it is? No, but you know what it is? Yes. Okay, well. We'll <laughs> 844-305-7800. Somebody can win a prize if they know what animal that is. We have them here in Florida. Diane didn't know. <laughs> not, not the white ones. But see if somebody knows. But they're pure white. But it is hard. They are. This is hard. They're, they're found in the Arctic. Did that help? I know what the answer is. I'm just saying. Did that help, Philip? Did that help if I said they're found in the Arctic? No, because that's because <laughs> <laughs> you said that already. But that's you're, not, you're not giving us anything new. I said it found, was found in the snow and all. But it's the part of the name of this animal is actually an Arctic blank. So, I think people got it now. So. Not a bear. Not a bunny. Uh, Benny, uh, Benny, bunny can be a prey uh, animal to this creature, actually. I know. Does it rhyme with ox? It's not an ox. Does it rhyme with ox? We'll see if, um, actually, Terry, do you know what animal it is? I do, honey. That is a fox. Yes. Thank Thank you you very much. 100% correct. It is an Arctic fox. Yeah, but wasn't that hard to figure out without the clues? Was that hard, Terry? It wasn't that hard. It was hard without the clues. Well, I gave enough of them. No, I had it a long time ago. You did? You knew the sound? I did. I, it just sounded like a dog, and I thought, well, so with the one clue that's in the cold, we're good to go. Yeah. yeah well, you're 100% correct. What do you want to go with? We have the SCOE 10X Odor Eliminator. We have the uh, Vitacraft Lick and uh, Lap Treats. Or you can go with the Meaty Morsel Treats. I have dog books, cat books. I have a collapsible Talking Pets Bowl to take with you and your dog when you're hiking. Um, and I have a calendar from Workman.com. How about, what was the first, the, I, well, my dog does never pee. So, I mean, well, she pees, but she pees outside. I hope okay. she pees. Oh, what was, how about a snack? How about a snack for her? A snack? Uh, well, I don't have dog snacks, but I have cat snacks. I have the lick and lap and meaty morsels. What do you think? Oh, no, I don't, my kitty went, my, my kitty passed away. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I can do the, I know. I love that kitty. I can do a urine thing because I have a friend who has issues. This stuff is awesome. SCOE 10X, it'll take anything out. It doesn't just have to be urine. It could be skunk. It could be mold. It could be anything. It'll put it on. You could put it on mold anywhere in the house. It'll kill it. Um, it's amazing. So um, stay on the line. Stay on the line, Terry, and I'm, uh, you can speak with Ben. We'll get your information and ship you out the SCOE 10X. Thanks, Terry. Thank you. I love, I love your show. Thank you so much. We love you, too. Hold on. That's Terry out in Idaho, and this is Talking Pets. From all of us here, I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And Philip Stubb. We say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.